Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next slash BDE Leads. The Super Show. The Super Show, meaning not only are we recapping NXT and Dynamite on this very show, all in one this week, but... First time in a long time. We are back. We are reunited. And we've already and hung over. We've already gotten hung over. Yes. <laughs> Hangover and jet lag is a wow. nasty combination. Nice cocktail. Of regret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've been back in the country for like twenty four hours now. Yeah, not and even. Not even. No, yeah, ju- about that. About that now. Yeah. And yesterday you came home and we decided we would Hang out. We watched some dynamite. You were back from your trip. Yeah, and and then we were gave like, you some prezzies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you brought back some great British snacks. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> your mushy peas. You brought me mushy peas. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Footy Scran. Uh, you brought me my mushy peas. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. So let me know, people. Good recipes. What to do with mushy peas? And for anyone who replies, throw it in the bin. I will not be accepting that. <laughs> Uh, you got me some crisps. Yeah. We had some roast chicken and something flavored ones there. Yeah, yesterday. could have probably done with eating more, to be honest, I think. <laughs> feeling it today. Uh, you brought back a, a bunch of, like, uh, like British alcohol. You brought a duffel bag of alcohol, actually. Well, I, no, I put it in the duffel bag to present to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, duffel bag boy. But yeah, got, got, brought back six bottles. We, and we tried most of them, didn't we? Yeah, I got some Belvedere, got some Sip Smiths, Belvies, lemon, lemon gin. We got a mango rum, a pineapple rum, a yeah. passion fruit rum. 
we're we're, we're rummed out. Hot cross bun flavored gin. Yeah, that one's a strange choice, but it still tasted pretty good. Yeah, and I I regret everything ever <laughs> buying any of it. Yeah, uh, you brought back. Uh, how did you even? Are you even allowed to bring that much back? Like you were so there. I had for three some... bottles in my suitcase right. that I bought like at a supermarket over there. Yeah, and then three bottles I bought at duty free. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going right. Yeah. I mean, you made it. Yeah. So you're here. You're back. You brought all these British things. Yeah. Uh, thank you. We were drinking some last night. Uh, we did something we've never done. We have a behind the BDE coming out. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, we've probably are recording it but uh we have the behind the bde where last night after coming home from the bar you decided to uh we decided you decided that we had to record an intro for behind the bde yeah while we were it was probably three we, we might need to edit a bit of it out yeah you, probably you were definitely trying to get some stuff out of me you were you're being naughty i was poking the bear a little bit yeah De- devil's advocate talking about some some romances yeah and being, stuff you're being cheeky so we got to edit that out yeah. probably but yeah behind the bde coming out for world champ patrons on the patreon i mean you got to check out behind the bde that was available to all patrons when me and jordan goodman explored the universe <laughs> and chatted for almost two hours about absolutely nothing Sounds great. It was fantastic. <laughs> Heard some good stuff about that show. Yeah, uh, critics are critics are. Myself. Yeah, we're getting uh, universal love from. We talk about Tony Schiavone's earrings. Yeah, uh, monkey butts, aliens. Nice. Of course, you know we have to uh, talk about aliens all the time. Uh, yeah, so th- that's uh, some stuff. That was. This is our first show back since you've been back, though. Yeah, you being here in BD. Didn't have to give you a Zoom link. Yeah. Uh, Doing it in in sunshine right now. It's lovely. Yeah, we usually we do this show uh, at nighttime. So today it's like a nice little thing. We didn't even go live for this one. We we're no, just too hungover. Too hungover to deal with that. And my mic is somewhere buried in my suitcase. Right. So well, yeah. Still need to unpack. Oh. But it's uh, it's been a good. You're back. Are you happy that you're back? I am. Yeah. I I'm not happy about anything at this second in time. But right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, no, I am happy. I'm back. I had a good trip. Three months was a nice time. Gave me enough time to see people and yeah. do lots of things but was ready to come back and it was kind of miserable yesterday it was so cold it was i was, I was like come on yeah. it shouldn't be like this now but today's nice so that makes me happy the sky is blue you've got the lake in front of us it's it's gorgeous so yeah it I is am gorgeous. Happy. It, it, yeah it, it's pretty nice out. the weather was kind of good but it's these weird cold days and then like a like rain last week too it's just whatever but Summertime's on its way, so yeah, you'll be all right. But you don't, you don't, you don't want to live in the UK anymore. You were done after three months. Yeah, I, I definitely need to go and visit more than I have. Obviously, the the pandemic kind of put a stop to that uh, for a few years. But um, definitely want to visit more. But no, this this feels like. I mean, they both feel like home. But this is where I'm I'm meant to be right now in time. In your life. In my in my life. Yeah, that's right. Talk about wrestling. Hungover. Hungover, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's that's good. That's good. You found – we have our home. And, and yeah, we're in, the, we're in the BDE. We finally got our laundry machine fixed. I know. Just it, in time. We've had the lights replaced. I, I did it myself. And, and so it looked like there was impressed. a death match because I dropped one of these fluorescent oh, no. things. The old one, not like the okay. new one, the dead one. But it shattered. And I, like, laughed because I was like, <laughs> wow, this must be, like – How it is. Yeah. 
And then I cut myself shaving yesterday, so yeah, I felt you look like, like Nelly. Now I'm look. Now I look like Nelly. Is it it's still get, bleeding. It's getting hot in here. I feel like now you're just like this is my look now. But I, a bandaid on my face. On my face. <laughs> it just wouldn't stop. Like literally, just before I, I was doing a little shave and you know my head and stuff like that, and just lining up the the beard with like the behind razor, like the the thing on the other end of yeah. it, and. I, I nicked myself. I didn't really – I felt it like a little bit, but it just would not stop bleeding. So, of course, AEW was just about to start. I felt like it was like a proper time to, to be bleeding a Bleed, lot. Yeah. <laughs> but then it wouldn't stop. So I, I went out to the bar with a Band-Aid on. We I, didn't have any blood on AEW. Just, just me. Just me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you did it for them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, was, you've been back, and we've already gone out to our popular uh, – Yep. Watering hole. This one saw some friendly faces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. It was a good evening. Just regret it. I can't mix. I shouldn't be mixing. That's the problem, Brayden. Yeah. Just got to stick to one thing. Like what? Like chill. Like smoking and drinking or? No, like just have, be like on the, the vodka sodas or the gin and sodas. I was all over the place or last the night. Beer. Yeah, me too. I was drinking rum. I was drinking gin. I was drinking vodka, drinking Jack Daniels. I, I can't say the words. Okay, it's so, making me. It's bringing it all back up. So, so someone uh, we ran into a few people that we know. Yes, and people were like, "Hey, you're back!" And one of our buddy, one of our buddies, <laughs> one of our buddies was at this bar on a date. Yeah, he decided that the good a good first date would be his local bar. I, I that man fascinates me. Uh, it's a very like, why bold would you move. Do that? Yeah, imagine taking. But it was for, working for him. It was at the end. Of, they left. They're in, they're in love. <laughs> they're in love. Now. They're actually in love. I literally heard her say, "Like, are we a thing now?" I was like, "Damn!" After the first date, and he just took you to his local bar that he goes to. I mean, I guess you are a thing now if you've done that. That's skipping a lot of steps. Yeah, yeah wow. Because he told, I was like, hey, uh, you know, Davey's back. We're gonna, we might go to Wide Open tonight. And our buddy is like, yeah, yeah, cool. I might meet you there after. I got a date. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, where are you going? The aquarium. And then when we got to the bar, I was like, how was your date at the aquarium? And he's like, ah, we didn't go. We just came here instead. <laughs> All, we've been here for four hours. Drinking. Drinking. I'm like, damn, well, that's a... That's just making out in the, in the <laughs> tightest space. So he was... Ha- Anyways, we made some new friends with his date. Uh, we made old friend. We had old friends, but then he- people were buying shots, and you you were like, "No, I'm too like I'm- I can't just be jumping back in and taking shots left and right." So the bartender was like, "Hey, no, what about like a fruity like like a not a fruity drink, but like like something sweet? You know, maybe what do you want? Something minty?" I was like, "No, I don't want anything super fruity. I don't want anything minty. I don't know." Then we decided on banana Jack. Banana Jack, yeah, Jack Daniels with a little bit of banana liqueur. Yeah, it is fantastic. It's nice. Yeah, I don't even like Jack Daniels. So no, you don't. But think- I, I can't. I can't say the words Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. My tummy's going like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Banana Jack. Yeah. Banana Jack yeah. all day. I'm going to bed after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Banana Jack is the the thing. Is now. the new wave? No, it's it's not. It's we're really not. not. <laughs> we're not making that a thing. I'm gonna have I can't, it. Again. I can't. Yeah, you you can. Yeah, I just yeah. oh, because they don't do. Like, well, at least where I was working, no one was doing, like, big shots. So I wasn't, like, drinking tequila as much as I normally would. Right. They'd have, like, Jager bombs and things like that sure. all the time, which were a little easier. And, yeah, and then paired with the jet lag, like, going out yesterday, I was just... Whew. You were just beat up. Oh, yeah. You made it all the way to... We made it all the way till two. I don't know how. Or three. You yeah. shouldn't have. And then, yeah. Disgusting. We already- I, I had to text uh, the girl working last night and be like... Did I pay? 
Which which girl did you have to? Uh, the other one. Not the okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's for behind the BD. <laughs> uh, well, it's good. It's glad to have you back. Uh, it just means I have to wear clothes when I walk around the house now. Uh, just, I mean, not <laughs> if I'm in my room. It is. It is some, somewhat freeing walking around naked because the windows are just so big. Yeah, I and did. It's like you won't be able to make out my face from over there. I did but you'll like make out my no. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my nose, <laughs> my banana jack. Yeah. Uh, we have big windows in the BDE in our condo, and we can see in like to this other building. And when you were away, I was recording like a certain way with the camera and stuff. So I was looking almost out the window, and I I would see. I mentioned to you, I think even on a show, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm seeing. Just some naked woman walking yeah. around. Why wouldn't you? Be? And then I saw like a bachelorette party one in one naked. show. <laughs> no, they they were wearing clothes. They were wearing clothes. But I'm like, I'm not trying to spy on these people. But it's big windows. Yeah, I like. I, I almost want to wave, but I feel like that would break like a barrier that I don't want to like just but wave. While be like, naked. N- just in general, like anyone like you know, either having their smoke or whatever. Like you just don't want to like. I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe you do. Yeah. 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 Do do whatever. Yeah. Be friendly. Yeah. Be kind. <laughs> we learn here uh, on Up Next. Uh, thanks for listening and checking us out. Of course, you probably found us whatever app you're using. Uh, we weren't live on Twitch, but we will start going uh, live next week again. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll go on after NXT airs, so like 10, 15, Twitch. Yeah, and, back to normal next week. And then uh, Wednesdays as well for BD Elite and stuff there. And then, uh, yeah, we're working on the May schedule for the Patreon, which we have some ideas. But we have so many shows out on the Patreon. Go give us a shot. But if you haven't tried us yet, well, May 1st is a great time to to give us a shot because you get everything. You get a whole month of all the stuff, but you get access to all the past shows that we have in that catalog. But, yeah, can't wait to uh, to watch some more wrestling. Are you going to go back and visit the UK for the Cardiff show? I don't think so. It depends what's going on. We've got to kind of figure out what's happening with All Out. Um, it is my birth- birthday yeah. that weekend, so it could be fun. Uh, but I'm thinking no. Um, not too interested in Tyson Fury versus Drew McIntyre. Is that the match? That's probably the match. Uh, but I think that will do well in the UK market because Tyson Fury is pretty, pretty, pretty huge over there. I mean, just, just one again just yeah. last weekend. Um so I do see that being like quite a big thing for them over there. Okay. Uh, but I think I'd rather see where All Out is. I mean... I don't want to do All Out if it's at Hoffman Estates. Because <laughs> I just... I can't. I can't I don't be think, with that. I don't think it will be. I mean, I've been saying I think it should be Toronto. I yeah. know a lot of people are, are thinking the same thing. If I say it, manifest it. It comes to life. Rogers Center. It's here. All Out. Just outside the window. You see, literally that, that sounds like a good birthday. Yeah, it's literally four minutes outside yeah. our door, <laughs> uh, which is great. The, the Roger Center, the Sky Dome is awesome, but I don't, that's a lot of people. Like, don't know if they'd do that, something that big, but that would be quite I awesome. I think they could do it. I was, Excuse me. You know, Sorry. Just you in a way. How unprofessional. Well, you know, you know I, I think it's going to happen. I hope it happens that we do just get a AEW pay-per-view here would be a good, great, big show for AEW in the Toronto market. Um, and All Out would be... I know it's like it's been in Chicago all this time, but it would be good. And when to come to Toronto is... A good time to come is the summer. Yeah. And that is still a great time to come. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I do I do hope it is. And then, I, don't, I didn't read the full story. I didn't listen to the show yet. But post-wrestling, John Away mm-hmm. 
they were talking about, they mentioned it on, on their show, I think today or yesterday, about Tony Khan is actually going to be in Toronto oh. in June, oh. again, just down the road from our house, speaking at some, I don't know, like business. Well, his dad has a hotel here, doesn't he? Yeah. His dad owns the, the Four Seasons, I think, mm. here. So I'm going to get my, my brain around that it's fucking happening. He's coming here to sign on the dotted line. No, I guess after Double or Nothing, they tell us where it's going to be. I would imagine they air a, sh- a commercial. I would assume at Double or Nothing or at the um, the June pay-per-view, the Forbidden Door, they could announce. True. Um, yeah. But I think we'll find out soon. But if it is back in Chicago, that doesn't rule out like full gear being over here. Like, True. The dome does have a, a roof, so you can do it enclosed, can't you? And I mean, fill it up. Yeah. But if- I just think September's a nicer time to be in the city. 100%. Like, hey, Toronto is beautiful all, all around, but it can get cold and mm. people won't want to necessarily. Although they jump. did it in Minnesota. They, they did in they? Minnesota. So, they don't care. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Jackets. People yeah. wear jackets, hats, toques. Yeah. Uh, I do think if they were to come. The Rogers Center might be a bit too big, so like realistically, the ACC, the Scotiabank Arena. I think I think have. they could do the dome. I think like they've done, they've had Raws there before, they've had Nitros there before, and they'd like section it off. Yeah, it depends. Like if it costs a lot more than the arena, I, I think they'd want to do it because WWE hasn't done anything there for so long, sure, and because the Scotiabank is such a regular place for WWE yeah. at this point. Uh, I think they could dress it up more interestingly and like if it is, it could just be for a dynamite and they could brand it like they have for big dynamites. Um, yeah. Whatever, for yeah. like Grand Slam and things like that. But I think they could do like 30,000 in there, which would yeah. look pretty full. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I do think if you were to do a big, like, look, they did that Grand Slam and they could be doing that again, or they could not be doing it and do that instead. Like the Grand Slam could be Toronto. Grand yeah. Slam, like instead of maybe we're talking nonsense with this all out stuff, but this is just again, this is all just speculation and being fans. You, if you're doing a big match in like the Sky Dome, you need a big, you need a big match. Is what mm-hmm. you need your Kenny Omega versus Danielson that they did. You need, I think you would, they would be doing CM Punk Kenny Omega. Yeah, I think that would be the main event of All Out, but uh, that 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 would be pretty big. Yeah. I think people would want to go and and travel for that, but. Well, I think I that's why a pay-per-view would make more sense than a Dynamite. Yeah. Because you can do that weekend thing. It's Labor Day six. weekend. You can go to the the X during the day, can't you? And go on. You could. Yeah. Have some some of the, the food and the X. The Canadian the National yeah. Exhibition. That's and then, right. And then head off to... to this is oh, true. Wow. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. If, we, if we believe... It can, it'll happen if you manifest what it. is it if you if you build so it, many of our come. listeners all over the rest of the world are like i don't care yeah. why, would, <laughs> why would i care i just watch it on tv yeah, yeah. we want to go to these things it sounds good uh but yeah uh super excited if they do bring a show i mean i can't wait to, for nxt to go on the road they need to do a show they do 2.0 in toronto yeah let's do it where would you do that the sweaty teddy Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah they've done some they've done they've wwe done they just there, did yeah. wwe like the coliseum a month ago Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know if NXT is going on the road quite. Uh, uh, I think it would be good for them to do the odd thing the, in a small venue. I'm not saying like the Scotiabank big arenas, but I think it would be good for them to to do like they used to do uh, with NXT. They do like when it was what, like the Arnold Classic and things like that. They'd go to the road and do some tapings right. elsewhere. Uh, I, I think that would be cool. I, I think just changing. 
I felt the look of this before they went to the, the colors as well, just to change a setting every now and then would be nice. And I think NXT, it being your smaller show, doing like interesting 500-seater venues, 1,000-seater venue, maybe like nothing huge, but could be interesting and, and help them. Yeah, I always like, like now they have this like almost like Nickelodeon TV set, mm. TV show set kind of thing that they have. Whereas if they did more of these like other spec, the other different venues, it could almost, they like trying to be the indie kind of WWE fed that, yeah. that they like, that they are, but they don't do that. There is also, speaking of stadiums and stuff, there's all this reports of WWE is going to be doing a lot more stadium mm. shows. So maybe that means they're going to be doing a big Rogers Center show. I will show. say the, the SummerSlam at the Nissan in Nashville, yeah, that appeals. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Like a big stadium show. You're not committing to the two-day thing like you are with a mania. And it, it's like Nashville. It's right there. It's right on the top of like Broadway pretty much. Yeah. So it would be a fun place to go. I mean, if they do these stadium shows, I, I imagine NXT will have like your stand and delivers kind of – you know what I mean? Like, the, back, yeah. like yeah, they'll do a show – there or something along those lines obviously not in the stadium no but but at the arena or whatever yeah yeah i'm trying to think of it would be it would be good it would be good for nxt to go on the road like to be at these if they do more of these pay-per-views like with your SummerSlam weekends or rumble weekends or stuff like that And, and i think it's a good test for the plan is to not have people in nxt too long like a kind of six month cycle you go in right. you have your vignettes you build them up and then are they ready for tv or not and you either go yes and you move them to a raw or a smackdown or they get cut that's kind of what uh like triple h said in that interview recently was like the process is a lot quicker now you kind of do need to test people to see how they work on a bigger stage and we're seeing more of these like guys going up and doing dark matches or main event and stuff i think at stand and deliver that kind of thing is a a good way of seeing how does a bron breaker actually look in front of a big crowd and i think he he's one that does look good but other people maybe not there are acts like when we go back and we're watching like 2013 nxt there's acts like emma who was so popular in that full sale arena they really loved her. They got the gimmick, but just it didn't work on a big stage at all. And they had to really change her, her character. And she even went back to NXT, didn't she? Yeah. Um, so I think you do have to do, if this is a like developmental, I think it is a good idea to keep with the big shows quarterly or whatever to try and test and see how these guys are. It would be, it would be good uh, to kind of see that. It makes it feel a, a bit more a bit more special having like kind of a special show that you can mm. promote and people can go to the, the WWE weekend and in whatsoever town and, and so forth. Uh, I was trying to think of some other, what, what else was going on in the world of wrestling? It feels like it's been like, not as, uh, there's been a few things I haven't been able to see yet just cause of time. Like yeah. the, um, I do want to catch up on the, the, some of the impact show that I heard was pretty good. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, uh, some of our boys went, Sino and Frank yeah. went there. Yeah. Uh, you had the like culmination of the Josh Alexander story, which they've done quite a good job with. I think they've yeah. built that for quite a long time and him finally getting the title over Moose, uh, Jonah versus Ishii, I think is one I'd be interested in throwing on. Yeah. Uh, you had a couple of like three ways on that show, which sounded quite cool. So impact, I think their, their pay-per-views recently have really stepped up. And you can you can see some good matches there. Um, I also haven't checked out the Moxley Osprey match. I oh, it was good. Look yeah, yeah, well it was really point. good. 
<clears throat> yeah, uh, I would say Osprey is wrestling at that Forbidden Door show. You would think so, yeah. Like, I mean, a big match. He's te- he's teased Kenny. Mm. He's saying, "Hey, like, you should be healed up by then. Let's go." And like that match, I think will happen eventually, and will be a bigger just of the evolution of where both where he is now. Like mm. Osprey has become a way bigger thing. I'm not too into that whole empire thing. Mm. I, I think his wrestling, he's like become the guy, like one of the guys, definitely wrestling. He's definitely one of the ones who are untouchable, but I still don't, you got all these, like you're hanging out with TJP in your corner. I just don't like, you don't need that. I yeah. don't think, I love Jeff Cobb. I don't think it, well, I mean, but that's like, everyone's in a faction. Yeah. Japan, aren't his they? is and not I think cool it's though. More to give him, to have him as a leader rather yeah. than, a number two in chaos yeah. or what another leader of the bullet club. So I was I think hyped. It's more just a, I, I, I do like, uh, I do like Cobb with him. I think he's actually come out of his shell cool. a bit more yeah. since, since doing this heel run with Osprey. Um, he needed to be the leader of his own group. And I was kind of hyped when it was like, okay, even great Okan. Okay. I don't really know much about him. Gave him a chance. He's, he's shown some cool stuff, but definitely not like on a level that a lot of people are t- definitely talking about. Mm. And then I just see, like, whenever they do these New Japan Strong crossover shows, whenever I've checked out stuff, cherry-picked here and there, I'm always seeing him with, like, his Cody Rhodes family, essentially. Like, he's got, like, nine people with yeah. him. And I'm like, who are the? You don't look cool when you're hanging out with all these, like, guys. It doesn't help when the, all these other guys are just now lost in this shuffle of looking. Like, sorry, like, again, having TJP and your crew, I'm just like, all right, like, yeah, just not, like. I think, though, he still will, like... Not not break out, but like will continue to put on some serious big. Yeah, stuff. I mean he's going to be a main player in yeah. New Japan, absolutely. One hundred percent. I think um, I, I think he is definitely one who. It, it's really him and Okada are the two we want to see on an AEW show. Um, yeah, I mean we definitely fantasy booked that quite a few. Times I can. I think we're going to get a couple of sort of dream matches on that show. I do think we're going to get some tags. And six mans and that kind of thing as well. Sure, um, which could be fun. You've got quite a few factions in in AEW, so I think for like a lower lower card match, that could be quite entertaining. If Forbidden Door, I, I see Okada Punk is the main event. Yeah, in Chicago. I can see that. So yeah, um, yeah, no, definitely check out Osprey uh, Moxley because that was pretty cool. I could see them running that back. Of course, you know Moxley bl- was getting bloody in that match mm. and everything, but always, um, yeah. Uh, like you, <clears throat> bloody like me last night shaving my face. Uh, yeah, I mean we're, this this is we're gonna kind of just go through both shows uh, NXT and AEW and kind of just give some thoughts, but we're not gonna go crazy like detail of kind of how we always do, or we'd probably be here for four hours. But um, let's talk about some of the wrestling that we watched this week. Was there yeah. any, unless there was anything else you want to talk? No, about? no, I think let's let's get into some NXT. Yeah, because I really want to talk about Nikita Lyons versus Lash Legend. We got two, number two yeah, now. The sequel. Yeah. Yeah, from the first s- s- banger of a match. Yeah, we're talking about some NXT from Tuesday, April 26th. And it started off with that match. Nikita Lyons, Lash Legend 2, Wade Barrett, uh, using all of my favorite kind of lingo, talking about uh, he's been, we've all been thirsty on Maine for weeks, and here's why. And then, like, the match is about to start. He needs to come. Like, this week was a bit excessive. You were like, saying a go, lot. go and have a wank, Wade. Like, chill. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. Well, it's free speech, you know? Just- I know. Just <laughs> a line here and there, but it was like, 
the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's hot. <laughs> Get it made, <laughs> right? It's cl- I mean, it's clearly directive, but... Yeah, 100%. Uh, it was just... It was a bit over the top this week. It's weird, because his gimmick is he does it for Mandy Rose. Yeah. And he talks about how he, like, you know, gives her drives, rides, he buys her nails. Like, he goes... He's been going off since he's been here, and she's been here in NXT, like, about how he's simping for Mandy yeah. Rose essentially and like that's funny that was that's kind of like the gimmick it's kind of like Corey Graves used to do that for yeah, Mandy Rose he I did think. that for Mandy yeah. uh, Eva Marie who did it a lot for I think yeah yeah he's just always simping yeah <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't easy yeah. uh, well Nikita versus Lash 2 the first time they fought actually it was kind of impressive to see I, I see a lot of people on the Twitter world always kind of um, kind of bashing Lash mm. legend. And I thought that that first match between the two was probably the best she's looked. And then here they had a rematch. And you know what? It was kind of similar. It had some back and forth pace stuff. There was like German suplexes. There was even Nikita hitting a, a Rana on a powerbomb counter. Like mm-hmm. there was some pretty cool stuff in there. There was one move as well where I think it was, was it Lions just got dumped out of the ring? Yeah. Like through the middle rope and Thrown pretty it. much like landed on her head there. Um, and they had a real sort of bit of a brawl here as well, didn't they? Like it, it's been a bit of a heated feud over the last few weeks. And I hate when you've, you've got that and then it comes to the match and they start with a, a lock up and a headlock. You're like, come on. Like they went in right away. They were doing the, just launching the punches yeah. at each other, rolling around. I, I think this might have been both of their best matches so far. I think, um, both are improving at quite a, a rapid rate. And I was really pleasantly surprised once again with these two. Uh, I think both have a really good look. Um, they've kind of chilled with like lashing out. Like it's not as often anymore. So right. I think it's that's not the same thing. It's it was, not yeah. like it was her gimmick before was she is the talk show host. Whereas it's now she's last legend who sometimes will do her interview segment like yeah. Miss TV or whatever. So I think that works a lot better. Um, yeah, I, I could see both these two doing pretty well in the company, actually. Like, yeah, I mean, the hit the Lash Legend with the the background in in like athletics Basketball and stuff. And yeah, stuff. like she she definitely still. I think it was still so early for her to be on TV, and mm. maybe the same with Nikita. I'm not familiar with her wrestling before NXT, but I don't think she's done a lot of it. So it's like it's pretty crazy that these two are. It, it definitely seems it's a kind of sink or swim environment there now yeah rather than maybe keeping you like a like before 2.0 kicked off you had your von wagoners and stuff who'd been in the pc for quite a while i don't think we're going to see that now i think we're going to see them recruited and then within a few months put on tv and well single swim yeah and i think these two swam yeah, yeah, they did. They, I, I thought they had a good job. It was only like a five-minute match, but uh, it definitely caught my attention. It was probably one of the highlights of this episode uh, mm. for me. It may have even been the best match on this show, but uh, it had some good back and forth after the match. So, sorry. Well, it's Nikita who beats Lash Legend. I think she hit her with a pump kick. And as she's celebrating, Nikita is attacked by the boat. Ah. Natalia Neidhart is here. She attacks Nikita. Lash and Natty now team up and beat down on Nikita, but Cora Jade in with the save with the skateboard to chase these two off. And it's swung at her head with it. She did swing. This is the woman she used to look up to. And she she gave her one slap, and now she's trying to take her head off with a skateboard. Skater die. Crazy. Uh, They announced that this match is happening next week at Spring Breakin'. Mm. 
Spring breaking. Ripping chicken. Ripping chicken, <laughs> spring breaking. Uh, it's one of the worst names for a show. Spring breaking. It's just when, when people are trying to, like it, Backlash or Judgment Day, like, sounds cool. You know, yeah. some of them, at Judgment Day, you and I, at Vengeance, at Armageddon, at Spring Breakin. <laughs> Doesn't sound cool at all. Doesn't though. sound as menacing. Even if you just said Spring Break, uh, it, this, that, this show is exactly what we keep saying. This is Degrassi. This is the, like, this is the, the show, it's like the preteen show that they watch mm. where it's like they're in high school and the big dance is coming up, the spring break or whatever. Like that's what this feels like all the time. And that, I guess that's what they're going with with this name. So this is a tag match next week. Yeah. Right. At spring break. Yeah. Okay. So Natalia and Lash against Nikita and Cora. Yeah. It could be good. So holding off the Cora match for a while. So I reckon... Natalia sticks around for quite a few weeks. I think so. Yeah. What what it sounds like Natalia wants to just get in everyone's business. Yeah. So that's uh, more boat, the better. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We have a vignette with Diamond Mine backstage. And, well, none of them are winning lately. They keep getting screwed, especially at the tag titles from Pretty Deadly. When Roddy says you guys need to, like, get whipped into shape, you need to get – stop losing – which is he's not been winning too no. much either. <laughs> well, I think that's the thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's that, and they're going. Wait, we didn't get pinned in the triple threat, yeah, and we beat like three teams or four teams and just lost the last one. But Roddy doesn't care. Um, we're getting a breakup for with sure. these guys pretty soon, yeah. and whether it's uh, these guys getting fast tracked to the main roster and Roddy staying, <laughs> or the other way around, I don't know. Um, Roddy's going to go to All Elite with his friends. Yeah, when's his contract up? <laughs> He's going to get one of those Undisputed Elite shirts, yeah. which we'll talk about in a bit. But <laughs> uh, So Roddy says, you know what, Diamond? He signed one last year. Oh, okay. At so. the end of last. So he, it's going to be quite a while. It's going to be there for a while. Uh, unless they snip, snip. Uh, poor Roddy. I love Roddy, though. Well, Roddy says, Diamond Mine, you guys are losers, so you guys need to step up. Therefore, there's a tag team. Former world tag team champions, which I'm like, where are they? Damn, good for them. Uh, are here for a match tonight, and they've just arrived, but you're going to face them next week. And in walk, the – fuck, what are their names? The Viking, Viking Raiders. Raiders. Eric and Ivar. It's Eric. How could you forget Eric? <sighs> in full gear, <sighs> makeup on. Breathing just really heavily. Roaring. Mm. And they're like – yeah, watch what we're going to do. They have a match later tonight. Um, look, I actually love these guys, but I hate hated what whatever WWE did with yeah. them. Um, I used to love them on the indies, love them in Ring of Honor, War Machine was tight, New Japan, all that stuff. But that match at TakeOver New York with mm. uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet versus Viking Raiders, like underrated match. Not mm. a lot of people remember. Like that whole card was just fantastic. But that match, I went, Those guys, these guys are great. Like these guys should be bigger than what they are. I learned that they won the tag titles on <laughs> Raw, I guess, at yeah. one point or something like that. But I just, you know, yeah, like, like I just remember, always remember them playing basketball. Yeah. So like it's <laughs> Eric playing basketball and I'm Eating just, a turkey leg. Yeah, I'm just not about it. Yeah, this match sounds cool though. Hell yeah. Creed Brothers versus these two. 100%. Like I think that should be really good. And I think this will be good for Viking Raiders to, I, I think if we're going to start seeing with NXT, like misused, Talent come down for a little quick run. I'm kind of all for that. 
Yeah, I, 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 again, I love these guys. I think their wrestling is good. They look like kind of geeky with these names and everything. But uh, if that means they're the Vikings, they're, hey, Vikings are in. The Northmen is out. Real Vikings. The yeah. Northman. Yeah, it's coming out. Good things. Yeah, I kind of want to see it. Willem Dafoe. I mean, he doesn't miss, right? So, um, well, we go to our next match, which was Von Wagner going up against Tony D'Angelo. Which you might be like, what? Why? It's apparently someone. He, Is it Zion Quinn? Yeah. Had uh, well, he he was off with an injury. Yeah. Or something he this a week. Ta- he, t- Tony makes it sound like he's the one who did it uh, always. So Tony. But just a bit of a weird dynamic because both these guys are on the up right now and both heels. So odd odd replacement match to give. Here, I was I confused. Thought. I was a little confused. The crowd were didn't know as, who to cheer for. Really. They just didn't like any, any either of these guys, to be honest. And Robert Stone with a bit of a name change. He's now Mister Stone. Mister Stone. Mister Stone. <laughs> I get. I mean, all right, yeah. sure. So he's there with Mister Wagner <laughs> against Mister D'Angelo. Fucking Von Wagner and Mister Stone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame anyone for not watching this show. This was great watching it the day after because we're doing this like yeah. the day after. But Von Wagner and Mr. Stone, the incredible wrestler Von Wagner. Really, yeah, really great stuff. Uh, there was a lot of walking around in this match. There was some slugfest here with some fisticuffs. But there was like actually some impressive looking suplexes from Wagner. And D'Angelo hits some pretty nice looking moves as well when he wants to, including a belly to belly. Uh, Legato del Fantasma try to get involved with like an interference, which allows a distraction. So Santos smacks Tony. Was it with his shoe or something? Causing a distraction allows Von Wagner to hit him with his move. It was, I, it was the crowbar. The crowbar, yeah. Me, yeah. So uh, th- that's when the, the the mafioso guys show up as well to run off Legato del Fantasma. But v- v- Von Wagner gets the W here in like I think just over 10 minutes or something but yeah yeah, I, I didn't like this match at all no me uh, either found it really quite dull uh, this was when I was watching this on the flight and this was when I did they have NXT net they, on, they the, had the it on the flight yeah um, <laughs> this was where I fell asleep was okay, this match yeah. um, and I tried a couple of times and fell asleep for it uh, I have watched the whole match since though um, yeah it just didn't really do anything for me wrestling wise I, I don't think these were a good match for each other and especially both being heels just it just made it that I don't really care with this. I am somewhat interested in the D'Angelo uh, Santos feud. I think that can be quite fun. Um, these guys uh, who are with Tony D'Angelo, though, uh, I did Guys and Dolls when I was 12. And this is what these guys reminded me of. Is that a play? Yeah. Yeah. Luck be a lady tonight. Like all the... New York, like... They look like they're going to go the, singing in the rain. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they look like kids dressed up as, like, what they think gangsters look like. You know? <laughs> right. Tony D'Angelo, at least he he kind of looks Italian and... Not, yeah. I don't know if these guys are Italian or not, but kind of looks the part. These two just look like, okay, here's your mob costume. It's like and John it looks, Cena's WrestleMania 23 yeah, like entrance. It, just doesn't, it looks so bad and they look so geeky. Um I need Fabio, Fabian with him. Yeah, he's got to be coming, right? Like, he's got to be. So, uh, I mean, the match itself didn't really do much for me either. I do think these guys are are capable of putting on some good wrestling. But with all these weird characters, like, the thing with Mr. Stone and Wagner and Miss Cromwell, like, I don't know what the fuck 
that's supposed to mm. be. And then we have the mof- mobster guy. Like everything's just really weird. Uh, we get the boys, Briggs and Jensen backstage, and they're ready. They're hyped up for their match tonight when just who I was speaking of, that Cromwell lady, mm. walks by and distracts them. Jensen's just staring. Just completely not caring. Definitely you know, just staring at her. He, he, Yeah, he liked what he saw. And, well, we know what happens if you get caught staring at Cromwell. Because yeah. he gets taken out later. And it's announced he's not going to be in his match later. Because, well, we could figure out, you know, Von Wagner's attacking people for looking at her. So, yeah, damn, that's... Is that the gimmick? Is that did you just have a trash sound? Because yeah. it's that gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get uh, who is this? Frazier, Brendan Frazier is going to show up here in NXT 2.0. Nathan Nathan Frazier, Frazier there. Nathan Frazier, aka or formerly known as Ben Kingsley. No, that's the actor. Uh, ben Tramer. Ben Ben Tramer. Ben Ben. Yeah, Ben. He's here. <laughs> Nathan Fraser's here, and he's going to have a debut against, I think it was Guru Raj, who was standing in the ring, when he is attacked by Grayson Waller, throws him out, beats him up, and says, you're not going to be debuting here. You're like, you're not stealing my thunder. Like, I'm Grayson Waller. And uh, there's there's he runs at, in the ring to fight him. Eventually, it's, it's uh, Fraser hitting this very impressive-looking tope. Uh, yeah, like outside. he got some distance and speed with this one. Um, I thought it looked really cool. Um, and so who was it that saved him now? I didn't even write it down, but two people saved Nathan Frazier. Like they stood in the ring chasing off Waller. Am I crazy? Am I imagining this? I think it was, oh man, I can't even remember. I didn't write it down. I thought it was just Nathan Frazier sent him away, didn't he? Yeah, but he was, he was posing. He was like dancing with someone. Was he? Man. There's too many gimmicks in the show. Like I, they all blend. Like they're Was he all, dancing like, with someone? He wasn't dancing, but like fuck, My, I'm imagining this probably. I don't know. <laughs> Someone's like, "Wow, great review, guys." <laughs> we get uh, more spring break talking. We get uh, next week, which is the spring break. But then in two weeks, we are going to have the women's breakout tournament. So we've seen this in the men's side here in NXT a few times, the breakout tournament, but now it's going to have some new women show up mm. here. Uh, and we're going to get, I assume, like some competitors that already are kind of been here, more so maybe like your Fallons or... Uh, yeah, you know. I think this new crop, we'll probably see uh, Roxanne Perez in there, I would imagine, uh, maybe Nikita and Lash Legend. Um, yeah. Yeah, but some some new ones as well. Uh yeah, in this turn in this tournament, we're gonna get we see we got we got a lot of videos of a lot of women. it was yeah Andre Chase and Bodie Hayward oh my god and they say that that was a teachable moment uh so Nathan Fraser may be joining Chase U yeah That's Nathan right. Fraser's they, gonna he join was dancing Chase. around yeah <laughs> I'm not crazy no you hang around with Andre Chase yeah did somebody. <laughs> That match could be good, actually, next week. Nathan Frazier Waller is yeah. announced for spring breaking. Rick and chicken. Yeah. Waller should beat him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like Waller. Uh, I know that's his, like, he's the heel. I'm supposed to not like him. But it's definitely, like, you're not doing good, effective heel work. It's, like, I don't want to I just, it's I, definitely going I away. think the opposite. I think he's very unlikable, but in a 
in a good way. It's, I, I, I think we're just not used to seeing dicks anymore. I think everyone uh, tries to be too cool. I don't know. Like, I, obviously, the, the comparison to like MJF is there because mm. MJF has that character right now that is working that a lot of people do feel like is the first time a heel is back in wrestling kind of thing. And I feel like it's so, it's such a Kmart version of that. But you see, it, I, I find of all the characters in NXT, I find him most believable. I, I feel you go back to the take your own personality and dial it up to 11. Sure. That's what I get with this guy is I imagine him being like lining up to get into a club and just being a complete cunt, you know, like that's kind of what I get. I don't see him like, and that's why I I think he's kind of good because I I think we don't see it enough in WWE at all anymore. Um, Yeah, I mean, like they've already... the, The test would be to see down the line if they ever turn him babyface. Can he flip it that way? But sure. I do think he's an effective heel. And I um, I think the match with Nathan Fraser could be fun. We get Tiffany, who's backstage. She's being interviewed. And uh, she gets interrupted by Waller, who's like, Hey, Tiffany, I know this is your time, but I'm just so upset. And this is when he basically... The, the challenge is made and the match is set for next week. And Tiffany goes, Ew, that Fraser guy looks homeless. And he has an accent, and people with accents are, are awful. And he's like, yeah, accents are awful. He has an Australian accent, which did make me laugh. Uh, so then he kind of walks off with Tiffany. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a couple thing now. Like, And they both hate Mackenzie as well. That They go, They're wow, you hate Mackenzie to too? Mackenzie. Oh, okay, let's go. We should be friends. I did enjoy uh, in the promo, I think Walla called uh, – Fraser Willy Wonka with the Willy Wonka like, haircut. Yeah, he does have a Willy Wonka. It's haircut. like, is it almost like uh, the remake? Yeah, yeah. It's the Johnny Depp. It's Willy not Wonka good. Hair, yeah. Shout out Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, we go to Caden Carter and who? Uh, Katana Chance. Okay, if you have the chance, you need to see the WWE.com exclusive of. Her explaining explaining the name change. They filmed a segment with this tag team talking to Mackenzie, I think, and another tag team just standing by. And and she explains the name change. You don't need to watch NXT this week. Just watch the one-minute promo that she cuts. And wow, it's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Katana Chance. I haven't had the chance to watch it yet. (laughs) Uh, See? uh, Wow, it's great. It's basically like, yeah, uh, I like dancing and expressing myself. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Caden Carter and... Oh, it's actually... Yeah, I, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's so good. So, Casey Catanzaro is now Katana Chance. And uh, they, they're still a tag team. But now they, they've even raved it up even more. They've got smoke guns... They've got like electric lights around their neck. They have these like shoulder pad things yeah. going on. It's like it's real. It's real. Like I, I, I love ravey shit. I'm super raves. Raves are lit. But these people look like not the kind of people I want to watch. I see at raves. No, <laughs> like they just they look so annoying. We've seen them at the country concert before. Yeah, they, they are just naturally very annoying yeah, people. They should be heels. Uh, well, they got rave guns and smoke guns and all sorts of stuff. They're going up against the team of 
we've seen these two before, actually. Uh, Ulisa Leone or Leon, Leon, yeah. Leon and Valentina Faraz. Yeah. Who actually I think are quite impressive. I love their little dance before the match starts. It always makes me laugh. It's lit. It's so good. <laughs> You've instantly stood out from all these other yeah. people. Like from the first time we saw you, like I remembered yeah. these two. And you know what? A lot of the like maybe they're they're still somewhat new at this as well, but I thought they stood out more than Caden and Casey in this match. They're impressive. I uh, I really like uh all four of these. Uh I I mean we just said I find Caden and Sorry, katana, quite annoying. She looks like a but katana. Bell to bell, I I really enjoy them, and I I think you need to. The thing when these two eventually go up to the main roster, I bet they'll be split and they'll be individual. And I just think you've got this women's tag division. You should be trying to build up tag teams. You're moving up, so I'd like to see all these this four keepers two teams. Yeah, for when they make that main roster call and actually have legit women's tag teams up there because the division is nothing. Um, but I really enjoyed this. I think Leon and Faraz keep on doing, they're trying different, like, impressive things and sort of double team moves and splashes. And Ulyssa's got a bit more height, so she's throwing Valentina all over the place. Um, Caden and Casey have really, uh, mastered their double team moves now as well. So, um, I like there was a bit, was it like Casey? I think crucifix one of her arms uh one of valentina's arms in the ropes like with her legs allowing caden to hit like a drop kick yeah section yeah. i thought was pretty cool um but i thought this was a really enjoyable match with these four yeah no i i again really impressed I, we've seen uh katana and caden kind of do these moves before and yeah they do that that the finish is a neck breaker 450 combo that they've mm. been hitting where casey jumps off the top and that's how they win the match but I, I was kind of more impressed than like, uh, Leon and Faraz because yeah. like, the wrestling is there. And I thought some of the, like, uh, like the selling was what mm. kind of made me, uh, super into it. So yeah, I'm super into this team and their entrance. I mean, that theme, I can just picture them dancing now with the shaky. It's lit. It's smiling. It's yeah. just, they don't do anything other than the no, shimmy, no. which is why I find it funny. Yeah. It's probably ironic. <laughs> Uh, and ironically funny but yeah it's great it's so good <laughs> shimmy shimmy yeah we've got all their feathers fuck but then K- Kaden it's like they've they've won the match they've had quite a competitive match and then she's won and she just does a little like shoulder dance oh my like, God. it's so annoying <laughs> I like how Kaden and Casey sorry Katana it's like that worked better than Katana why are they calling this white girl Katana because just- she loves expressing herself I guess I, like I like they, they do the lethal weapon like <laughs> Back to back pose, man. Look, get out of here. We go to a video for not Kaylee Ray. Oh, yeah. What did you think I was talking about? Oh, no, there's someone in the breakout tournament, isn't there? I want to talk about. Um, But yeah, so what's her name now? She likes fire. So she's Ariana Fire or something. Ariana Fire. (laughs) Uh, I think it's Alba Fire. Alba Fire. How could you forget? It's Alba Fire. Alba Fire. Sounds like a country music So we, we music now, artist. this is stuff to look forward to on 2.0 now. It's the videos of... The name changes. The name changes. So she doesn't rage anymore. She yeah. now likes fire so much that she's changed her name to fire. So she's Alba got a fire. baseball bat that she's dragging on the floor, which is causing fire. Yeah. Which you can see they've put like something on it's the like bat. like a giant match. Yeah. And they, she's striking it. And then there's fire, and she's like, I'm going to 
I'm going to rage and I'm going to set things on fire. The new Lady Kane here. Yeah. Alba Fire. Alba Fire. Could be could have been in Fire Frank's team last year. Yeah. Alba Fire. Alba Fire. Wow. Yeah, I will say um, I would always get confused whether it's Kaylee Ray or Kylie Ray because just the names. Sure. So, cool. Fire Girl now. <laughs> <laughs> we go to our next match. Which is Briggs and Jensen hold the Jensen, mm. and they're facing Legado del Fantasma. And Fallon. It's yeah. a mi- mixed tag. So this is a six-person mixed tag match, meaning Joaquin Wilde, Cruz del Toro, and Electra Lopez. We didn't get Cruz del Toro's video explaining no. his name. <laughs> Why did you change your name? Uh, I like Guillermo. I like Bulls, <laughs> and I like Tom. Mission Impossible Yeah, films. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> So Legado del Fantasma fought uh, Briggs and Jensen and Fallon Henley, but it was a handicap match. So uh, you know what? I'm I know that we kind of make fun of Briggs and Jensen, but we knew we knew Briggs, Josh Briggs from before. Like his mm. wrestling was always pretty good. He hold, he holds his own in this match for sure, and especially when you hang around someone like Wild and Del Toro here, who can fly around you and bump for you, makes. Makes for fun stuff because they've been polishing this act for far too. Like these guys should be on the main roster by this point, I think. But uh, I was impressed with with Fallon here, actually. Me too. I, I really felt great. this whole episode seemed like the women really stepped up. Yeah. There was a lot of women's matches and women's involvement, and I I thought for me it actually made it a a more enjoyable show than usual because I I thought they all really did step up, and I actually. Kind of enjoyed the tag team of Briggs and Fallon more than Briggs and Jensen. I liked Fallon doing all of right. Jensen's spots, like when they do the the run through the ropes and the double punch to the face and stuff like that. I thought it was more fun just her doing it. Um, but she's someone I hope, if she's in this uh, breakout tournament, goes quite far because I've really liked what I've seen of Fallon Henley. And she seems a bit more natural with the acting kind of in this role with these yeah. guys i think i think it's helped briggs and jensen's act as well the story with them. the story here could be now that jensen's like wow you guys like really hit it off they start dating and jensen still can't get a girlfriend a girl. still can't get laid yeah and it's gonna break him up it should it should happen yeah <laughs> it's gonna happen um also legado now on a like a three-week winning streak so right they, they're drawing attention to that definitely making them seem a bit more of a formidable team now, <laughs> which is good because they we've been like, oh, I love these guys, but they're just the jobbers to everyone. I don't know what they're building them up for, though, because the Creeds definitely feel like the uh, the ones who will face pretty deadly. They're building... It, yeah, Or are they building them up so they're like to t- move up and be a bit stronger? We're definitely getting the Tony D'Angelo family yeah. versus Legato family. So, like, that's the next feud. But, yeah, I, I do think they could be moving up, uh, especially Del Toro now, Raul Mendoza. We've been talking about him for so long. Mm. He was our enhancement talent of the year, what, two, three years in a row? Like, yeah. he is still the enhancement talent because he look, makes other people look yeah, he's so been good. been since, what, 15? He must be, have been there two, for a long And they 17, maybe? And they just changed his name now. So, like, Which really weird. Which probably is, like if they're going to move up, because I think they're okay with them having... Same with Kaylee Ray. If they've yeah. just changed their name, maybe... Some, 2016, yeah. That's nuts. So, long time. Uh, Legato win. Eventually, they hit the the Enziguri side rushing like sweet. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Natalia's backstage, and she's talking with Lash Legend. They got their tag match next week, and she says she's going to put 
Jade in the sharpshooter, and she's going to break Jade's legs. Wow. Going to break her legs. And then Lash says, we going to get that dub. Okay. And they walk off together. I love – this is my new favorite tag team ever. Natalia, the legend and the legend? Yeah, the, yeah. the two legends. The yeah. boat and the legend. The best of all time and the legend. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. You see already, like, this is a more interesting team than any of them on Raw. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't understand, but it's great. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of up for this match. <laughs> wow, look at you praising Natty. Yeah, love it. Shout out Natty. We get uh, some videos for this breakout tournament here. Is this Ke- Kiana James? Was this the one that made me laugh? There was definitely one that made you laugh. Uh, is it because yeah, she's going this, to? She's a. She, she's like a stockbroker. <laughs> no. She... <laughs> She's going to calculate the odds, and she's then on her computer ta- calculating stuff, doing work. She's got glasses, business suit, casual, and she's a successful woman. And I know that uh, you know, uh, success, su- successful women knows everything. And uh, I got it all. I can fight. I've trained, and I've got clout. So she's the businesswoman. So yeah, this was Kayla Inlay. Kayla Inlay. Previously, um, that's like a pig Latin word. Or something. <laughs> Kayla Inlay. Um, and now it's Kiana James. Yeah, I don't know about this character. <laughs> We're back to silly gimmicks. Um, so, yeah, she's like a businesswoman. Yeah. And then a, a wrestler by night. Yeah, it's really she's weird. Trading stocks during the day and then and giving, like, banking advice and stuff. Later on. And then, then wrestles. But, yeah, it's she's great. <laughs> okay, what about, uh, while we're on the topic, Ariana Grace. I think that's Santino's daughter. Yes. Bianca Corelli. She's this. She's going to be in this tournament Yeah, they were well. showing up more her, like, uh, like fighting background, weren't they, yeah. in this? Um, they were saying that they didn't mention Santino at no. all. They didn't mention that at all. But the, she said that she's, uh, like, a fighter. Uh, we also had, so we had Ariana Grace, we had Kiana James, and then we had Sloane Jacobs, who said that she is 19 and hopes to be like the, like, youngest, you know, winner of this, youngest champion, which is crazy. I mean, some of these people in NXT are super young yeah. these days. Uh, and I can't remember what her kind of thing was. They just said that she's young and she's young. That yeah, was her. Like, ah, oh, I'm a kid. Uh, she, she's young, but had two older brothers, I think it was. So I'd fight with them and therefore can fight. <laughs> that, that's great. Uh, I am excited about this tournament, though. It, it could be some good stuff. We go to Trick Williams versus Solo Sokoa. And uh, this is because, you know, Solo has been kind of in and out with the whole North American title picture. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have a match next week, that that triple threat. But we have Carmelo... His his man, his hype man here, Trick Williams, going one-on-one with Solo. It's a pretty quick match. Uh, Trick does get some cool stuff in. He's got really long legs, so he hits like pretty cool-looking like, like, uh, like spin Larry kicks and things, things yeah. like that. But uh, in the end, it's Solo eventually hitting him with the splash and getting a win in like five minutes. Mm. But uh, after that, it's it's Carmelo kind of getting in his face like, hey, next week, you're just well, then- a casualty. Accidentally super kicked Cameron Grimes, who's on holiday, uh, oh. not on holiday, on commentary, <laughs> um, but didn't seem to, like he went for Mello, but Mello moved and he clocked uh, Grimes, but Solo also didn't seem to care after he'd Uh-oh. done it. 
But I think that's going to be a good triple threat next week. Hell yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah, 100%. And I think we've talked about it. I think Solo should win because he'll be in the bloodline. Yeah, do That's it. the way to bring him up. Just be like, hey, look, Oos, Roman, Joe, look, I did it. I, I even won titles here for the bloodline. And then yeah. Roman's like, all right, you're in. Come you're on in. in. Let's Absolutely. Go. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Uh, we go to... Is it... What's going on in this video with these guys backstage? Malik, is it Malik Blade and Idris... Enofe. Yeah, Idris Enofe. Uh, I think they've... I think they've taken over Briggs and Jensen for the, like, ironic finding it funny. Yeah. Because they're terrible. <laughs> this yeah. This dialogue is so bad. There, Malik is now sporting like what he's is it Malik or is it Anofe no, had like this like big cloak like royal like Freddie Mercury cloak yeah and like a hat or a and crown he's or trying to like hype up Malik who's all nervous about um, their match their match against the Viking and he basically Raiders basically gets him to do I'm a strong powerful woman like repeat yeah. that look in the over. mirror say it you're a str- you're fast you're strong and he's like I'm fast I'm strong and he's like we got this all right. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I think you're right. I, th- it like- I think it was funny because you know they're going to go out and just get murdered by the Viking Raiders after, yeah. which they did. Uh, well, that's exactly what happened. The Viking Raiders come out and I-, I love it cuts to like some just some dudes in the crowd like, oh, Viking Raiders are here. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, and some people were doing the war. war. Yeah. What was it? Raid? What did they do? Raid, raid. They used, they to, be used war. to do the horns with war. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's a squash. We get the classic moves from Viking Raiders crushing these guys, and then they do a respect angle afterwards. Because there was like a little bit of back and forth. They, got a, they got a little in. Yeah, it wasn't like a complete squash. It was like under five minutes, but uh, yeah, the Viking Raiders beat these guys. I kind of like this new Idris Enofe. It's better than, wasn't he, like now he's now he's all hyped up wearing the, the crown, the cloak, mm. acting like a king when like two months ago he was sad and alone in a coffee shop. No, that was that was Draco. That was Draco. Yeah. Then what was Idris's gimmick? Idris and Nofe. I think we. I don't think he had one. I think he was just in matches. He was. Just we just saw match- him in like some squash matches. What? Do you mind? I'm trying to record a show here. We're talking about Idris and Nofe. Where have we seen Idris? <laughs> Come on, guys. Um. 
Yeah, I think we've just seen him in matches. So, sorry, Draco's now gone from the coffee guy to the army guy. Draco was, yeah, he liked coffee, he's in the army, <laughs> he doesn't like families. He didn't want to join Gacy's family. Right. And he doesn't like Zion Quinn sticking up for him. Okay, and then these guys were with Mandy Rose. They were trying to get with Mandy yeah. Rose. <laughs> and now he just has a crown and a yeah. coat thing. I think it's the best I, version of I think of it's them. he's trying to like be like, hey, we're, we're better than this. Like yeah. He's projecting, right? He's manifesting. manifesting. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm kind of for it, though, actually. Like, I'm about <laughs> it. it. It's way better. Yeah, it's way better this way than whatever they were doing before. Uh, so we go from that. Then we go to... Uh, a video for Wes Lee. It's kind of showing him on his own, on the beach, kind of thinking, posing. And he says uh, a lot's happened in his life. He's And now he's time to just focus on himself. And uh, talked about giving the titles back was worse than losing the championships the first time. So now it's time to focus on himself. Knuckle up. And uh Yeah. He's going to be on his own, but he's going to be the new Wesley. Yes. Which, it was fine. I think they should have just done this without the other stuff they did. Yeah, I don't think they needed the match or anything. I yeah. I, I wasn't bothered by what he said last week. I yeah. think you are just in this awkward situation where... For sure. Do we just ignore it? Do we address it? Like, you're not going to say, oh, yeah, unfortunately, my partner's left because he was accused of abuse and dressed like Hitler. Of, of course. Like, of you're course not going to say that, but... I think we could have done maybe without the match and the loss last week and just done this for sure. 100%. Yeah. Uh, so, and he said he's going to knuckle up. I always Good. like to knuckle up. Good. Knuckle I'm excited up. for Wes. We go to Tony D'Angelo backstage. He says that uh, he he's upset at Legado del Fantasma and that, you know, it's time to pay and that this war is coming and he's got his family now. And we see these two guys now standing beside him. We can see their faces clear as day. And does he call one of them two dimes Donovan? And then Lucenzo, but everybody calls him Stacks. <laughs> so we've got two dimes Donovan and Stacks. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like it's just Matt Menard and jeff parker doesn't it yeah or whatever his name is <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and cool Ange, cool hand Ange. that's better that that's magic. a better <laughs> i don't mind i don't so mind two dimes and stacks yeah yeah they they just look like dweebs behind him and bowler we'll, we'll see yeah uh i'm excited to see the mob, mob stuff. Warfare. yeah i want more mob stuff but yeah good stuff i want more godfather references i want goodfellas references sopranos I want them to get ridiculous. This, like, dude, this is pretty like, ridiculous. <laughs> someone needs to get, like, popped here. Somebody, yeah. Yeah, two dimes Donovan needs two to Two dimes get needs to just yeah. die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, none of this wrestling stuff. Just, like, let's go all in. Like, he's been shot in the back of the head twice. Fuck. I, I don't know, like, if that... I think that crosses the line that WWE never really does. Like, of course... They should cross it. Yeah, they should. Like, if this was, like, TNA and shit like that, like, 100%. Someone getting shot in a mobster (laughs) storyline. Like, yeah. There needs to be some... Yeah, there does need to be... Like, he joked a few times. Tony's like, oh, like, the remember was the producer. Yeah. He ended up in the trunk. So, stuff like that. Yeah. But you could just have legit people go missing. And then people are like, yo, where where are these people? Yeah, we need some some more luchadors just to hang out with so because we're not getting rid of rid of cruise and wild we yeah, can't yeah but he needs uh 
I mean, yeah, you get uh, Fuego would be great in this, wouldn't he? He's good at dying. <laughs> he <is>. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at being the, the sacrifice. Yeah, yeah uh, family mob warfare. It's so silly, but I will. I'm willing to give this a shot because it sounds ridiculous. It's, it should be good. Yeah. And Fabio needs to join them. Fabio, Fabian, yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah. He'll be there. He'll be like the savior. But then that means there's four of them. Well, no, one of them's being killed, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two dimes, Donovan. Yeah. Uh, we go to our next match, which is Roxanne Perez going one-on-one with Mandy Rose. So last week, Roxanne, in her debut, uh, beat JC Jane from Toxic Attraction. So she says she could probably do it again. And, well, that's how this match happens. And Mandy says, you think you can do it again? Well, you can face me, and I'll show you what a real champion looks like um mandy's kind of beating her down but roxanne has some pretty sweet wrestling abilities she they say she is 20 years old she's yeah really good and like she does some pretty impressive uh technical stuff early in this match when mandy takes over i it kind of showed me mandy's the champ here and is the vet here but Roxanne looks like she could wrestle circles around yeah. Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy gets in her face when she's beating down on Perez and kind of puts her finger there when Perez bites her finger and then slams Mandy's hand on the outside onto the apron and to the ring steps. Uh, there was some pretty good offense, but eventually, uh, is it Toxic kind of get involved? I think on the apron or some, they somehow try to get Goys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just their thing. And eventually, Mandy hits her Mandy Rose trigger thing and gets the win, but. Uh, yeah, I thought Roxanne looked pretty good. Me too. I think this is two weeks in a row now. She's really impressed me. Uh, just looks very, very comfortable and smooth. Just yeah. Knows exactly what she's doing. I agree about Mandy. I think she's maybe regressed, if anything. Um, just doesn't move too quick in there. And I don't know. I th- think she's been fine in tags and multi-mans and stuff like that. But I... It's this toxic thing is just, I'm so bored of it. All three of them. Yeah. I think they all need to move on and do something else. I do. I think that too, but I mean, they're the champs right now. So it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, So yeah, I mean, Roxanne and, and toxic attraction. It seems as if maybe we will get, do we get like a rematch with, with her or down the, down the line? Cause Roxanne, I thought she'd face Gigi this week yeah. and then Mandy. But Next week. Yeah, but she could always face Gigi, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I do think that you could do the, the the rematch at some point, and she could be the one to – because I think we were saying Jade should have been the one to take the title mm. off Mandy. But, but yeah. We go to – sorry, there's a beatdown from Toxic Attraction, and uh, she's saved by Wendy Chu. Uh. Wendy Chu is in the ring when Toxic now are on the entrance ramp and she has a a button and then she pushes the button and then a net. Oh no, not the net. (laughs) A net is shot from somewhere onto Toxic Attraction who are standing on the entrance ramp again. And then uh, when they're in the net trying to, where they're like, ah, we're caught in a net. Uh, Wendy gives... Roxanne some silly string and then they both go up and they silly string toxic attraction. It was hilarious. It was great TV. 
here. Really, really enjoyed it. And then from that, they cut to the promo for the breakout women's tournament. And I was like, yeah, get ready. In six months, some of you will be doing this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this Wendy Chu thing's terrible. Wendy Chu for champ. Wendy Chu should face Mandy next week and just take it. I did not like this. No, uh, I didn't. At all. I, it was just silly. I, I like Wendy Chu. I like her wrestling. The character does have an opportunity to kind of go somewhere, but this has nothing to do with what you're telling me. Some guy was just standing there with a net gun to yeah. shoot the net there. And then silly string. Is just, set it up. I don't understand what silly string nets have to do with being tired all the time. <laughs> no. And it's just it, like, at least when you've had like something, you know, when they've done blood fall from the sky yeah. or chocolate syrup. Yeah. All that <laughs> stuff. Like it's funny because they're, covered in the shit yeah but this it's like they're under a net and then they silly take string. the net off and then they and get silly, silly stringed it was it was silly string yeah yeah we go to what well, there's more there's more silly string <laughs> there's more silly things we go to joe gacy and his druids in the ring gacy's in the ring and he's got all these druids with him like they're all outside the ring covering the ring there's probably like 15 of these guys 10 yeah. of these guys more so gacy cuts some just rambling nonsense kind of almost like what bray wyatt used to do literally cookie cutter shit as we were saying the past few weeks he's just turned into this yeah here he is being like i'm the future i'm gonna change the world and all sorts of shit like that. Oh, man, it broke me for There's, sure last week. Yeah, you, you he's could, talking a whole lot of nothing. He's going to... He, at one point, he even says, and at spring break and after. <laughs> you will never be... You mean after spring break? It's weird. Um, yeah, not cool. Spring breaking. <laughs> spring breaking. He says, I'm going to be the new champ, and the past is the past. And then Rick Steiner comes out, walks down to the ring, and says, look... Joe, you think you've taken out my son? Well, next week, my son, Braun, will be cleared. He is cleared, and he will face you and beat you at spring break-in. And Gacy's like, hey, you shouldn't have showed up here because now I'm going to kill you. And all these druids look like they're, they're going to circle in on him. They're going to eat him. <laughs> Braun Breaker's music hits. He comes out, and uh, he starts fighting all these druids. So... Your dad's come to work to hang out with you. Why are you entering separately? <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you just come out with your dad? Yeah. Also, your dad was like kidnapped you're, you're by You're just going to let your you. dad walk to your his kidnapper who's now got like a hundred people with him as well. <laughs> this has to be one of the worst feuds in wrestling. It's bad. Like it's not really just bad. this year. Like, this and I is like Ron. A- <laughs> and I think it's cool that Rick Steiner's there, but yeah. not in this. Not this. This is so bad. And just, but... Also, just like the the Rick Steiner thing where there was no payoff. It was next week. This is oh, he was released. Well, no, we're saying we didn't see him like yeah. get freed or anything like that. It's like, oh, Rick Steiner's at home and he's okay. Same with this. Last week we saw these druids eat Bron Breaker. <laughs> and then he just comes out. Like, no mention about what they did to him. Is it yeah. just the cameras then go off and the druids get up and walk away? Like, what did they do to him when they surrounded him? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's all they're doing. It's awful. It's terrible. And yeah, it, the only good thing is the match is what, next week? Yeah. So hopefully it can, one and done, move on. Joe Gacy for champ? No, please. This um, character is done. It's this, done. It's, they've 
really jumped the shark with it. I think and after just reverted next back to all the old tropes. Like, just his his followers are lazy. The druid thing just yeah. is so unoriginal. They should be all like dressed in the black shirt with the black pants. Where's you know, Harland? I think Harland isn't he on his honeymoon or something like that. It's been a while. Think, we haven't seen. Yeah, him it's in been all. a few weeks. I think. I think the Joe Gacy character meets its end next week, and Harland is a completely different entity. Yeah. Uh, without Joe Gacy going I forward, hope so because it's not working. Yeah. Like, I'm not none of it. It's it's not even like it's not even laughable. It's just like oh my god, it's so stupid. Like it's why would this guy who was was woke now has druids? The put the last week I said last week was one of the worst shit I've watched. That that made me go, I'm not doing this show this week. We're gonna do this instead because I was just no, I'm done. Like I was so done with the show. This you, this pissed me off too. Like what just is so it stupid. With wrestling companies though, and just being like, we need a spooky cult leader <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I guess. All the time. It's like go-to. Yeah, it's definitely a go-to. This I have no interest in the match whatsoever. Uh, no. But, yeah, that's 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 NXT. <laughs> I, I will say I, I enjoyed the wrestling a lot more this week than... Me too. ...than the previous week. I thought I thought the women really stepped up, uh, liked Lash Legend and Nikita Lyons, enjoyed the tag match as well. Uh, I think it's cool seeing uh, the War Raiders there and... Roxanne Perez keeps on, like, showing up, showing she's good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I think good week for the women. And um, there is promise of talent in this company. But the, unfortunately, the main story was, is god-awful. The main story is the world title story, and it's so terrible. And, I mean, Braun's got to win this and go on to the next feud. But the Joe Gacy thing looks like it is completely washed now. Like, that is done. I don't know where you go with anything, and I have no interest. I, 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 we like the guy. Mm. His wrestling isn't even – he's pretty good. He's a good wrestler. He had good promo skills whenever he was using that woke stuff. Look, he got him featured on he Forbes can, like right perform. away or whatever. Like it, it's not – Not Forbes. Fuck. What's whatever. Um, <laughs> the magazine – like people were covering this yeah. woke gimmick. He can he can perform. He he seems very comfortable yeah. with, with the acting stuff. It's just the material is yeah. terrible. So bad. Um, But it could be – even like Gacy loses and Haaland appears after, and we continue with Haaland and Bron after this. I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was NXT. Uh, I didn't really care for it, but you know what? There was some some glimmers of some, some good stuff. And having a breakout women's tournament, NXT, I still think has some of the they, they highlight and showcase the women in a great way and showing you like, look, they they've made so many big stars that are women yeah. come from this company. So why not? continue to try that and do that and i think it can work nikita lyons definitely someone to watch i mm. think will even continuously get better and this roxanne perez like yeah 20 years old and you're wrestling like that that's crazy so super excited to see that this tournament could be pretty good or it could be really bad <laughs> and have lots of silly string in it and stuff you know no, you, you save that for the world title picture the silly right. string and the druids mm. and dads <laughs> Rick, St- imagine saying like last year, like yo, NXT is gonna have Rick Steiner and his son in like an angle. They'd be like, yo, that's sick. And then this is what you get. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like it would have been way better him involved in the Dolph feud, you know? Yeah, like, than this. Yeah, 100%. and I'm sure Dolph would have actually been like, this is pretty cool. I get to work with Do- Rick yeah, Steiner. But instead, it's this it's kidnappings. Good stuff. Well, let's talk about some dynamite mm. from last night, April 27th. AEW Dynamite from this week. 
this I enjoyed this show a lot more. Uh, it's it's got a lot going on, including some matches that were advertised, including this match here, the qualifier for the Owen Hart tournament. FTR going against each other. Yeah. So the winner of this match goes into the Owen Hart tournament, and both guys who really love Bret Hart are facing each other, and then they have the other guy who loves Bret Hart on commentary, CM Punk, <laughs> to just be there for magical reasons. Just, yeah. Uh, he did he did help us out. I know we used to say uh, on, on Up Next and FTR days and, and stuff, but uh, bald FTR? Bald and hair. Beard FTR. Yeah, there's, there's two ways to, to, to distinguish them. Uh, so Dax versus Cash happened, and of course, uh, I think we were watching this, and I was like, it has to end with the Owen Hart, Bret Hart finish, right? Mm. With the thing. There were so many callbacks to so many Bret Hart matches and Owen matches. There was callbacks to Bret versus Benoit in the Owen Hart tribute match that they were doing in this. There was a lot of cool little things. But even if you didn't real kind of check those out, pretty solid match because a lot of the wrestling was pretty good. Of course, you got the Bret spot getting thrown like what sternum first into yeah. the turnbuckle. Uh, we got the the roll ups and reversals, the pile drivers, the sharpshooter counter. It, 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 it ends with Dax wanting to put him in the sharpshooter, but he's like, I uh, I don't know. And then it's countered into the small package, but then he counters that into the one two three. There was an accidental like thumb to the eye as well yeah. from Dax to Cash, and Cash was like thought he did it on purpose, so it, it got a little heated towards yeah. the end. Um, no, re- really, really good match. Um, I kind of, I think they got a little bit too cute with all the Brett stuff. Yeah. Like there was a lot of it and some of it felt a little like we're trying to set up for this next Brett spot. Like it didn't flow as nicely. Sure. And I thought the actual beginning of the match, especially when they were just wrestling was got, was what got my attention more. And I kind of felt that with. FTR versus the Bucks won. Like, it was fun, but they were, like, they got very cute with all the tag team callbacks. Right. And I actually think I enjoyed the second one more when they just kind of went at it. Yeah. I, I kind of feel the same here. I think it makes complete sense to do it. These are two very big Brett and Owen fans, right. and it's the Owen Hart tournament, and it's kind of the a big match for it. So why not do the tribute stuff? For but sure. I think I would like to see another one-on-one match without that. And just these two go at it and wrestle. I don't think you will. Maybe, maybe not. No, I don't think you will. Uh, the, the, the tournament next year. <laughs> yeah. Just the, once a year. The road to, for this match was pretty good. I watched that. We put it on and uh, I thought that was pretty good. I, yeah. I, th- I think both guys are actually pretty good talkers. I know Dax is the, the talker mm. of the group, but Dash is coming to his own there. Uh, Cash. Sorry, Cash is coming. <laughs> FTR hair. FTR hair. Has really come into his own. I, I really love this, actually. Of course, Bret Hart fan, but the wrestling between these two showed. Even that stuff with the poke to the eye, there was a lot of stuff in it. it was like, this is probably like, yeah, do whatever you like. Yeah. Do whatever you want kind of thing. So uh really love this. And it's Dax advancing. Yeah, which I'm pleased with. I think there's a few people I'd like to see him. He should go all the with. way. Why not? Yeah, he should go all the way. Uh, in the tournament, also Joe, Cole, and Kyle. So some crazy okay. people in this nice. tournament. That should be pretty some pretty cool matches. We're gonna get to down the line. Uh, this is when Punk leaves the commentary table, goes down, and then I, I guess they were gonna plan to do some sort of face to face with what kind of left off last week with Hangman. Mm. But Hangman has COVID, so he wasn't here tonight. So Punk just says, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna make this quick. Win, lose, or draw, Hangman. Me and you." 
we're going to get in a fight and I'm going to fight until the wheels break off. And Hangman versus CM Punk is the main event of Double or Nothing. Yeah. Take my money, please. Sounds great. I think you strap Punk, don't you? I do. I would. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. It's shame, a shame Hangman's missing because there was a tweet like, Hangman's missing this week, but it's okay because he's, he's a world champion and he's always missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really hope we get a decent... I, I think on paper, yeah, the match sells itself. But Hangman desperately needs an interesting actual feud. And I'd love to see some good back and forth between these two. There will the be. Because I be, think yeah. Hangman... I think Hangman's an underrated promo. I, I think he's he's good on the mic. 100%. But just these these feuds have been lackluster, I'd say. Matches have been good, but the feuds have been lackluster since he's been... The stories of this... Yeah, he's just been beating guys that week. I mean, the Danielson stuff, but since then. like the yeah. ma- Again, all the matches have been good. Even the Cole match that, a few weeks ago. Like, it's good. But I think Punk is the one to bring that I hope so. It. I think that will... It will make for a good story. And the face-to-face will... Be good, like ne- whether it's you know whether he's okay next week or what 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 not, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm super stoked for this match. The the story sounds like it already in a weird way. It's like how where would you go? Like hang, hang, we don't know any ties between the two guys. Like there's nothing there, so there must be something that they're they're cooking up mm. that they have some ideas. Yeah, for. In- interesting because it's obviously going to be babyface. Versus a baby face. People are going to turn on Hangman? People are going to turn on Hangman, yeah. And th- and that's why he... I think it's also more important that this has a good build. Because you don't want this guy to feel damaged after this title reign. Because once he's lost it, he's not going to be near that title picture again for a for long a time. While. So you want to try and have him be an interesting character. We're kind of... The cowboy shit might have ran its course a little bit now. Like, you can't just ride that wave. Right. Especially if he's losing his title. You need to give this guy a bit of an edge, make him interesting. I mean, the edge... He's capable of it. The, the edge came with the Danielson stuff for yeah. me. Like, that, he he showed, like, oh, okay, like, you, you, you came out for sure. But the stories that he's been put into haven't been that exciting. Because he had some of the best stories this Even past year. Even the Dark year. Order being dropped, I yeah. think, to be with... I don't find him with... Like Christian and Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, as interesting as him with the Dark Order. Right. I think that's, and I feel that seems a little unresolved as well. His Dark Order story. They'll go back to it yeah. eventually, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I, I, you know, look, I love Hangman, uh, but this version of Punk is my favorite version of Punk. It's the most captivating. Yep. All the feuds, all the stories, everything he does kind of works and makes sense. And I think it would be. Kind of people to be like, oh, look, AW's given the title to the, to like the older, the, you know, like the legend here. But it's like this guy isn't like a part timer. This guy's yeah. wrestling every week. This guy's on, like, he's doing shit every week, every show. So I don't feel that way. I don't feel like no. that would be the well, case. It's only going to be people that don't watch the show that say 100%. That who cares? Like- but, but, but Punk winning makes that. There's so many other things that you could go to from there. Like, so you could do, like I said, all that could be Punk Kenny, you know? Like, there's different. I, I think eventually. MJF needs MJF to be the one. Yeah. Again. And that's probably who takes the title off him down the line. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think, I think it will make the title feel more special than it has for a while. Cause Punk feels like the main character on this show every week. I mean, he is. Yeah. Most paid, biggest paid and guy. And therefore, <laughs> why wouldn't you have him as the title? Yeah. For sure. 
Well, we get a video for Scorpio Sky. He's cutting a promo for his match later tonight. I, I love Scorpio Sky, but I don't believe this character. He's already now changed babyface, and he wants us to, like, feel for it. It's like a few weeks ago you were calling people ugly and fat and shit. <laughs> now you're like, I'm going to win this for – no, I don't care, bro. <laughs> the wrestling better hit, though. We get Christian Cage backstage with Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus, and Christian's like – Matt, he's like, you guys lost, but that was a teachable moment. Yeah. <laughs> he loves Andre Chase, clearly. Big Andre Chase fan. This is Christian the first, Cage. yeah, massive. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah, um, yeah this is the first little tease. Because he was like, yeah, you're a loser. You're a loser. But we can we can learn from losing and sort of picked it up. But you're like, mm. all right, that's a bit dickish. So yeah. starting to sprinkle it. I, I need... I th- I want this sooner rather than later now, the Christian Jungle Boy thing. For sure. I feel it really cooled off. Christian's just cooled off. He's just chilling. I need him to concerto Jungle Boy. Yeah, and then it starts the whole... And get a feud. Yeah, that's uh, what, all, all out, I guess? Double that's nothing seems a little soon, doesn't it, maybe? Yeah. So, yeah. Plus, the titles need to be defended. Unless yes. Christian finds a partner to beat them. But that, like, Edge is busy. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he would have. Uh, we have MJF who's out there in the, in the sky box, of course, with Sean Spears and he's going to watch the match. Wardlow is going to face Archer. This was two big meaty men slapping meat, mm-hmm. big men fighting, big lads wrestling. Uh, Archer gets some spots in like the, the, he does that moonsault off the top rope, which is very still impressive mm. considering how big this guy is. Uh, he hits a power bomb of his own on Wardlow, but doesn't get him down. He goes for the black. What is it? Black. Everybody dies. What is it? Um, the end blackout. of death. The blackout. <laughs> and uh, Wardlow eventually gets out of it. The crowd are hyped for the power bomb symphony, and Wardlow hits the power bomb and eventually beats him, but then gets handcuffs. This one was the match itself was better than the match last week. It actually had some cool stuff in it, but I think we need something a bit more interesting with the mjf wardlow thing like wardlow wardlow needs to get beat up by mjf badly it's yeah it's been this for a few weeks now yeah i enjoy the presentation of him like coming out in handcuffs with no music and then taking the cuffs off and after the match being put on i guess you do need that a little bit you but yeah i I think it needs to move to the next level now I, i think they're doing a great job with this though i am enjoying it I mean, that's the match at Double or Nothing. Yeah. You would assume MJF versus Wardlow. And if Wardlow wins, he what? Gets his... Gets an AEW contract. Yeah. Tony will <laughs> sign him. <Yeah. laughs> he comes out. <laughs> signs him. Uh, yeah, I didn't mind this match at all. And it sets... It continues the story. I, I think I need to see the visual of finally MJF, like, just getting Wardlow in the handcuffs, chair shots or whatever like beating like yeah beat him up and like that's that's they're gonna get the heat so much on Mm -hmm. him there for sure uh the jericho appreciation society they have a face-to-face and there's no violence allowed tony khan says if anyone strikes anyone they'll be fired from aew Uh, i love how the jericho appreciation society calls the crowd the aew galaxy (laughs) like the wwe universe uh he says that they want an apology from eddie and proud and powerful so when they come out eddie and ortiz and santana they're fired up and they say oh we have it right here and instead give him the middle finger and then ortiz does it like he can't they can't find what they're looking for and then oh no it's just another middle finger 
Garcia says, oh, you guys are real funny, huh? Garcia in the Kangol hat, untouchable right now. <laughs> this guy's God tier. Garcia in the Kangol hat and uh, wife Peter <laughs> just says, you guys are so funny and think you're so tough, huh? You're, you're tough with your threats. And Eddie Kingston. You with your perfectly done eyebrows. How how hood are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> I got a huge pop from that line because you know Eddie always got like his, like the lines. He in shades them. a line in it and stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, so they're not allowed to hit him, and this is when like Eddie's like Jericho, I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy you. I'm gonna kill you. Uh, it's like the streets. I'm gonna take you out, and you don't know you don't know nothing about someone getting taken out, and that's what we're gonna do to you when we get the opportunity. But yeah, I'm not too in- into this feud, to be honest. Uh, I think it it peaked with with the singles match, Jericho Eddie. Yeah, um, which was awesome. I think it's it's the thing with Santana and Ortiz where they keep on teasing that these guys are gonna move into the title picture. And then they don't, and they tit around with Jericho. And that was the case when they were with the inner circle. And now there's no inner circle. They're still titting around with Jericho. Yeah. And I kind of want a bit better for these guys. Um, I think the JAS is is great for Garcia, for finding a bit of a voice and a personality. Eventually, you're going to break it off where he wants to be the wrestler and leaves all this but i think he'll come out of it being better and being like a better promo and he already have is. more of a character he already has this character because this character where he looks and, and does the like the the the, the facial reactions yeah. like facts facts when the other guys are talking he's like always like movements and stuff he's already got the character because for for a lot of people like for us we love good wrestling that isn't it for a lot of people yeah. and i think you look at this guy who's a great technical wrestler but might get like Dean Malenko vibes. Right. Some people look at a Dean Malenko and just go, it's a boring short guy in black trunks. Cool. Right. Like, what do I get into with that? So I, I think it is good for Garcia, this thing, but I'm not overly into the feud. No, I'm not super into it, but again, it feels like this whole pet project for this. And it, it helps get P&P and Eddie over eventually because I think they would get the win, but uh, – yeah, I'm sure we'll get this match in the future. I mean, they had later on Eddie's and they're they're attacked, mm. so it's like they attacked them anyways after the fact. Nah. But, uh, we have our next match, which is a rematch of a rematch of a rematch in this feud. This number five is it? I, I thought think, it was like seven. I think it's five. Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida in a Philly street fight, meaning it's going to be all sorts of violence in this match. Uh, Serena attacks Sheeta and the knee and, you know, the history of the knee here with her being injured and being a lot of the attacks Serena put on Sheeta were always to the knee. There's a crazy looking knee breaker to a standing chair, which looked nasty. Sheeta comes back though. There's a Falcon arrow off the top rope, which is sandbag Serena. It looked great though. Uh, then there's a detox to the chair, which is like her Serena's like neutralizer. Yeah. Which looked cool. Eventually, though, she gets Sheeta in the single leg crab, and she is just was put through so much that she has to tap out. So Deeb wins it. Yeah, I I really liked these two, and I've liked their feud. Um, I didn't think this was a bad match, but I don't think it lived up to um, some of the other ones. I think it was either the first or the second one. I think maybe the second match was really, really strong. Yeah. And if this is the blow-off, which it should be under five. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. I think it was 
a little underwhelming for me. I think also when we've seen in AEW, when you say street fight, we we've seen like people's like eyes fire blood barbed yeah. wire all of that i thought what they did with the the chair was kind of cool but it it was it, it was didn't a kendo really stick have that chair. big bloody yeah. blow off it was a kendo stick and a chair so yeah. i i was slightly disappointed but that wasn't to say it was a bad match but i just thought it was a little bland compared to their other stuff yeah i didn't i didn't hate it whatsoever there was a lot of cool stuff in it for sure but it didn't get to like that maybe that next level that i thought i was thinking it would go to i yeah. love the feud and I, I definitely still think that well, i can't remember if it was the first or second match that really was something special but this this was this was good but yeah we get house of black well sorry i forgot to mention that i think we said if serena should win this match she's the obvious opponent contender for thunder rosa at double or nothing and then it shows thunder rosa awkwardly watching tv in the yes. back as wrestlers do see that that's a match that interests me yeah. um i think that could be really good for both of them thunder versus deep yeah yeah book it well they clearly are house of black they come out and they have a sacrifice it's fuego del sol and he's murdered he's dead he's <laughs> just laying there in a spotlight and they're about to unmask him when they're interrupted, and it's Alex Abrihantis. Uh, he's in the ring in his cloak, so you can't see him. And he's talking like House of Black. So they go into the ring. He's, they're in the ring with him. When out comes Penta on the entrance ramp, and he's ready for a fight. I loved whatever he was wearing. It was pretty swag. And then out comes Pac as well. The crowd's getting pretty hyped for this, actually. They're like, oh, shit, Pac's here. And then I think everyone kind of figured out what was happening. Alex Abrihantes walks out. And that's when it took the the black... What is it? The Dark Order? Who are these guys? Spooky Tattoo Men? Spooky Tattoo Men, yeah. The House of Black House took of black. way too long to realize that, wait, if that's, if that's Alex, then who's in the ring with us? And when they turn around, the cloak is thrown off. It's Ray Phoenix. It's a brawl. With a shovel. With a shovel. He swings for He's someone's head. For yeah. Head. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, but then, yeah, they chase off the House of Black. And the Death Triangle are back together. So Alex Abrahantes basically said in this promo that all this shit with the cloak and the Oscura was all just a ploy to, to, to get to this moment. So I think he's, they're dropping that completely. They never really did anything with it. it he said just, it was, it was it all was a trick. It was just the entrance. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's what he said. What do you mean all a trick? He was all a trick. He, he lost Ray every Phoenix. match. Just Oscuro. <laughs> and then here, Ray Phoenix is... I don't know. Ray Phoenix is back. Cool. This yeah, match... That, that, this, that's, that's all I care about. Yeah. This match will be good. This this trios match. This match is awesome. insane. I mean, book, please book Ray Phoenix versus Buddy Matthews next week. Yeah. Holy, that sounds crazy. But the six-man tag... Against any of them, like Brody just throwing him around yeah. would be cool. Um, All six of these I, guys. Ray, Ray's been missed. I, I think that actually him coming back, like a break is always a good thing, yeah. kind of spices this act up a bit. Um, and yeah, I think the match will be fun. I am haven't been into the Oscuro thing no. and haven't been into the Spooky Tattoo Men, but I think when it's it comes gonna to turn the actual match, now, yeah. it'll be good. It's going to fl- turn around now. It's going. It's all going up. Double or nothing, six-man tag, or just okay. next week. But I think you could stretch that for double or nothing. The Spooky Tattoo Men, they were on the pre-show before, and everyone was like, yo, that match was That match was great. Crazy. With Redbeard? Yeah. yeah. So 
they could be they could be we could be in for something pretty special. That sounds like some crazy like PWG multi man thing with all these guys yeah. like nuts. Uh, the undisputed elite they come down to the ring because they have a matchup here. Uh, this means it's Adam Cole, bye bye, and Red Dragon and the Young Bucks, and they have new undisputed elite T-shirts. They're not the best, are they? No. It just says elite. It's like a halo with red, like halo, like the video game font or something. Find it. Undisputed elite. The young bucks are not wearing the shirt though. No. At first, yes. And they didn't all come out together. It was, no, they had it was UE and then the separate bucks. entrances. Yes. So the undisputed elite are going up against the team of Brock Anderson, Shoddy Lee, and the Varsity Blondes. Yes. Oh, and sorry, who's the other guy? Oh no. Brock Anderson, Lee Johnson, Varsity Blondes, and... <laughs> Not Julia. Uh, Dante Martin. Dante Martin. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Dante Martin is getting thrown around uh, quite a lot in this match. This had some fun stuff with some of the guys trying to get some offense in, but this was pretty much the Undisputed Elite hitting all their, their moves and kind of getting on the same page with each other. With a, a four-man... BT trigger to finish it, followed by the boom. Yeah, so they hit the move, and then they still hold the guy there, and then allows Cole to. Hit the I move. feel like you just all crack knees, wouldn't you? To hit that move? Yeah. Nah, you would still. I think you would still hurt. There needs to. They they need to do it like at the somehow at the same time when Cole runs and hits the move. But they need so- to hit it so when they've pulled away, that's when Cole. Yeah. Rather than they hit it and then prop him up and then Cole runs. Yeah. They need slicker timing with it. I don't know. Because they, they want to make it look realistic and stuff. Because it irked me all the time. Shawn Michaels would sh- sweet chin music people all the time. For years. Win a million matches with it. Win his titles with it. Sweet chin music. But for whatever reason, whenever he tags with Triple H, <laughs> he super kicks someone. Sweet chin music's them. They go, oh, I'm fucked up. I better turn around. And then, oh, I'm getting pedigreed. It's like it's like the little things. So maybe yeah, but yeah. then that's one of the best moments <laughs> at Mania. The one that one, yeah, that one's fine. Huge. That one's fine. Yeah, that one's fine. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's like Cena's comeback. Just stay down. Why are, yeah. you, why are you getting up after the shoulder? Why are you tackle? trying to punch him? Just you know out. he does. Why, why, yeah, don't go for the clothesline. <laughs> He's going to pick you up. So maybe that's why they do it this way. It's like the guys. The move kills the guy, anyways. So yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Undisputed elite win, and then afterwards they give the young bucks the new T-shirt, and then the bucks are like. Yeah, all right, we'll put it on. And then they do their huge group mega pose, like a video game thing. It's like the Power Rangers posing here with all their their poses yeah. and everything. But the Undisputed Elite are here. They are a thing. Uh, I just really hate that shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not nice. I love this company. It I want to give like them the, the, my money, but I don't like their shirts. <laughs> it looks like the um, – what was the show they did in Miami called? Miami Vice. It's got like a Miami kind in of CIS, font, Miami. but in red. I don't know. It just yeah. I don't know. Red, I don't like just it. Just black, black t-shirt. Look, I'm always for black t- t-shirts, but I just th- some of the logos that that have been designed in some of the AEW stuff lately. I don't, I don't think I would buy. Like the bullet, the sorry, the Bullet Club. What's the other? The Bullet, the fuck, the, the Gun Club, the Gun Club. No. <laughs> The Blackpool Combat Club. Blackpool Combat did I skip Club. over their match? I think I did. <laughs> yeah, they, they killed Nick Comorado and I totally skipped over it's that okay. match. Yeah. We, we can. Um like I I love that group is so cool, but then they're like their their logos and gear, I'm like, eh, it doesn't look that cool. I like the hoodie. Yeah. 
That's okay. This Undisputed but Elite shirt, I think I it's just, supposed I to be... I get the feeling with Brian and Mox that they don't care about much either. Sure, but Mox always wears it, yeah. so I mean... Uh, yeah, the Undisputed Elite shirt is kind of really not that... Like, I'm not a, I'm no design expert, but I think you could get something a little, like, a little bit more funky, mm. a little bit more spruced up, eye-catching. Knowing then, they'll have a new one every week anyway. They do anyways. This is true. But yeah, Undisputed Elite is here. Uh, what do you think... Wh- what's the purpose of this whole Undisputed Elite thing on the show? To show that this is all a unit? I imagine we're getting some sort of, what, multi-man match? Yeah, well, we do a... Have the five of them team at the pay-per-view. But against who? Uh, like, you're already doing the New Japan Forbidden Door, so mm. do you do it against the... Because I think you could do the Bullet Club versus Undisputed Elite. Yeah. And I just don't know if that's at that pay-per-view. I don't know. Te- like, five people you could... Yeah. Could you do, like... I mean... No. I, I don't know what... Yeah, ten. You I don't do. know. There are guys there. There's Dark Order. Yeah. Combat Club, maybe that's too soon. That's but. too soon. Dark Order, you could. I mean, they've just they weren't on the show at all this week, were they? No, they they not, they're not on the show lately. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but yeah, Super Elite win that match. Sorry, I did. I didn't. Uh, I totally skipped over that. That wasn't much to talk about. It was, was QT kind of Marshall. Uh, Anthony Agogo was ringside though. Oh, nice. he's back. He's back. Yeah. Uh, I do love those guys. Seeing them kick the shit out of people is still mm. pretty fun. And seeing, actually, the crowd I thought were kind of iffy this week, but they were huge on Wheeler Yuta. So, yes, like, it's working. It's working with him. Whatever 100%. they're doing, like, is working with this guy. So, super into that as well. Uh, and then we see, I mentioned Eddie Kingston gets attacked. They actually throw a fireball in Eddie Kingston's face. Oh, yeah. And then drive <laughs> Burning off. Burning those perfect eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, true. Uh, but again, they're even even their attacks are sports entertainment. Fire. Yeah, 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 magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you have them do? What other WWE tropes would you? Like, uh, you got to run into a car, don't you? They need to have a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone, yeah, someone needs to get hit by a car. Uh, fuck WWE. Yeah, they always do that kind of shit. But the fireball in the eye—that's so funny. <laughs> Jericho looks like he's a magician <laughs> with the sparkly jackets all well, the you, time. You got Daddy Magic. Daddy the, Magic. The, even Cool Hand Ange sounds like a poker player. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. Uh, so we go to our main event, which is the TNT title match, a ladder match. Sammy Guevara defending against Scorpio Sky. It's the big rematch here. Uh, there was some. Pretty crazy stuff early in the match going back and forth with just one ladder that they're using here. Uh, at one point, Sammy's on top. And then, of course, he does the, I'm crazy. I'm yeah. so loco. Does a phoenix splash off the ladder. To but, like a standing. But I mean, to nothing. To no he one. Just, he just hit the mat. He hit the mat. But it's like Scorpio He's was sta- crazy Sammy. He's standing and was supposed to take this move. I don't know if Why? It just made me go, but why? But why? Yeah. <laughs> it looked nuts, like you're spinning and stuff. Uh, so then, while everyone was going, "Wow, that kind of that kind of bombed. That move kind of sucked." They totally redeemed themselves. Literally moments later, because Scorpio goes up top. Eventually, he goes to get get the title, and then in the exact same setup from the Sammy and Cody ladder match, where Sammy does the double jump into the flying cutter on Cody Rhodes. And this was the first time on commentary mm. that I think I've heard Cody Rhodes be mentioned in AEW for quite a while. Sammy goes to do the same spot on Scorpio, but in midair after doing the double ladder jump, 
Scorpio scouts it and counters it with his own cutter. Yeah. Off the top of the ladder. The tool ladder. This was incredible. Yeah, this looked great. This is insane. I mean, the Sammy spot I can't, of him doing it to Cody, I'm not sick there's of watching There's definitely going to be uh, a top 10 cutters, cutters of the year at the end of this year because there's been some nuts. Yeah, this was crazy. This was like catching him while he's going to do it. it but again, after jumping off the top, top mm. of the ladder, fucking nuts, man. This was insane. I, I could not get over this. I've watched it quite a few times. But one of the, I said after the Sammy match, like that was one of the coolest – Ladder spots ever, and then Sammy and Scorpio literally like updid it, and and the callback is just so good. Uh, then th- both of them are still not over, it, and they're fighting, trying to get the ladder and the title. There's a barbed wire ladder that's brought out. Sammy, oh, in Philly, yeah. Sammy hits him with the Spanish fly onto that, which was pretty crazy. Uh, eventually, Dan Lambert and Ty are in there, and she kicks him in the balls. Yep. And then Paige Van Zant runs out, and they're fighting. Everybody's fighting. Eventually, Sammy gets thrown off the ladder, and he does some pretty impressive, like a hope. You he, think well, he gets thrown off first onto the barbed wire ladder? Doesn't sell it. <laughs> no, at all. Sell, no, sell Just Sammy. Just to get this like springboard onto the ladder to get knocked off again. Yeah, which felt a bit backwards. Yeah, like if you really wanted to do that springboard spot, you could have done that earlier. But it should have ended with him being pushed onto the barbed wire ladder. Yeah, probably. But yeah, nitpicking. But. Yeah, uh, honestly, like the whole this felt like some sports entertainment stuff because, like, front to back, you had it's a ladder match. You have crazy stuff in it. You got the people interjecting here. You got Ty. You got Paige Van Zant. You got Dan Lambert. But I, I was definitely like glued to the TV. I was watching all of this. I mean, the guy jumped off the ladder like three times. Mm-hmm. I was, I was watching it. Was it the best ladder match ever? Definitely not. But. I enjoyed it. Uh, I do think Sammy sometimes does lack a bit of the psychology. Right. Like, like that Phoenix splash to nothing and stuff. Like it's, it's cool, but just try and marry it all together a bit better. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually happy they've put it back on Scorpio. Uh, I'd like to see him, this become, you know, the sort of TV title again. Have him defend. Frankie Kazarian comes out at the end, and they shake hands. So that's next week, I think. The yeah, uh, which should be should be cool. Um, obviously, a lot of history there between those two. And I think now Sky in that babyface role um, should allow him to have better matches and really show off I what agree. he can do. Yeah, because the first run was nothing. Um, and I would eventually maybe see um, a feud with Ethan Page. True. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You, the, the moment when Kaz came in and like they did the, like the respect thing, cause he said like you would get a, a shot. Ethan Page had a, there was a look. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, Ethan Page and Dan Lambert are just natural heels. Whereas I don't necessarily yeah. think Scorpio Sky is. Yeah. True. Yeah. So you could break them up, I guess, mm. for sure. Uh, I, I think going in this direction opens it up for so many different things with this title. Uh, Sammy, I guess, doesn't really need it at this point. Uh, I think it would have been good with Sammy to have it and on the run. I thought that's what the point. Why get why piggyback it? Why switch it back again? Right? Like, but well, so, yeah. When, once you solidify this yeah. heel thing, you could have. Yeah. But I I do think in the long run it's better. I don't think Sammy needs it. He no. can annoy other people now. Yeah. There's they put him in a big feud with someone. He's got Tay and Ty. Or, yeah. yeah. So I I like Sammy Guevara and the character that because oh you're kissing on screen like. We hate you. So yeah. it's it's working. So like, hey, why not do it? Like, ease into it for sure. 
but overall, uh, I enjoyed Dynamite. Actually, it still has. It always has like some crazy stuff that I go, "What the? F- what was that? What's going on?" Hmm. Uh, Excalibur was way slower in talking. They took it in turns as well. Yeah, they I were think after turns. last week, he was like, "Guys." <laughs> <laughs> JR took a couple of matches. Tony took a couple of matches. When when half the like viewing audience didn't even realize they announced matches last week because of how fast he was reading, yeah. it's like okay, we need to like. It's especially. I mean, it's it was different watching it at like a normal time over here. But when it's right at the end, it's I've already done the night before with NXT. It's two fifty two in the morning, Ugh. and Excalibur's just go. Next week we. It's. Side effects me. Like, you're just like, what is going on? Side effects me included. Don't watch AEW if you feel allergic to AEW. <laughs> uh, well, that was Dynamite. That was NXT. We talked about two shows of wrestling. This, this feels like we've been talking for hours. We, we have been we have talking been for hours. Talking yeah. for hours. Uh, guys, thanks for listening to us talk about some wrestling. And uh, we'll we be doing you. it. Yeah. We, we miss you all. We do. I mean, we've still been doing shows and stuff. Um, and then, of course, we have our Patreon. You can check out all the other podcasts we have up on there. We should probably work on the May schedule and put that out we'll soon. do that tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, uh, let us know what you think. Always uh, love nice reviews on Apple Podcasts. Follow, subscribe, whatever podcast app you're using. We'll be back on Twitch. We have YouTube as well. Go follow us on all the stuff. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter. And, of course, the Facebook page, which could lead you to the Facebook group which is pretty fun and pretty awesome uh, as well there. So go join all the, the fun, fun stuff. Do it. Yeah. Immediately. Right now. Right now, this second. Stop what you're Stop doing. Stop everything you're doing. Yeah. And do that. Yeah. Go do that. Uh, I, myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me. I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I hope Eddie Kingston's eyebrows are okay. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you? A little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.